0: Welcome to Brilliant Labs, Newfoundland and Labrador. Welcome to another episode of Brilliant Labs, Newfoundland and Labrador podcast. My name is Christine Elliott, and I'm your host. On this episode, we're going to be hearing from Logan Bowers, a grade eight student from Valmont Academy in Kings Point, Newfoundland and Labrador. He will be talking about his work with artificial
1: intelligence and machine learning.
0: So who are you, your age and grade?
1: I am Logan Bowers, I am 14, and I am in grade eight at Valmont Academy. A lot of technologies interest me, uh, artificial intelligence and um, servers. Servers are very cool, I'd like to learn how to use them. And uh, probably most of all, would be um, extremely small computers, like computers that are less, size of a, uh, say, credit card, very tiny, but still very powerful computers.
0: So what got you interested in your project that you did on AI?
1: Uh, I've been uh, researching AI for a couple years now. I think about three years back, first heard the word uh, neural network, and then from there watched multiple online videos of people experimenting with them, and then uh, implementing them into games, which I hope to do some, uh, some time in the future. Um, and then from there, just continued on as a passion. And then uh, about a year, six months ago, I uh, finally carried through with it and uh, made a chatbot in my tech class for a design project.
0: For this AI project, what tools did you use?
1: Uh, I used uh dialog also known as api.api it was bought by google a couple years back um it's a very good tool i find it very helpful it's a lot easier than manually coding everything in um if you want to find it you can just search d i a l o g f l o w on google
0: so how did you start your project on ai
1: well uh first i did some research on some tools i could use uh, came up with a few results and picked one called Dialogflow, also known as API.API. It is owned by Google, um, looked up how to use it, did some research on that, and then eventually just messed around with it, tinkered with it until I had it down to the point I could make my own AI.
0: What did you create?
1: I created a uh, chatbot, as it would be called. It basically uh, replicates human conversation. Uh, Took a while to perfect, not perfect, nothing's ever perfect, but uh, took a while to get to a point I'm happy with. Um, I had 15 or so people, uh, all of varying age and uh, level of speech, um, talk to it, and then anything it couldn't respond well to, I had programmed in. And since I had so many different a variety of age groups and uh, backgrounds and things like that. I amassed a, uh, a small database, as you, I guess you would call it, of different words that it could respond to, and then I it could cover most.
0: What challenges did you encounter with this project?
1: Um, a lot of the challenge was uh, getting it to getting it sorry uh, getting it to sound semi-human. Uh, as if you're having a uh, conversation over text, uh, I this I'm planning on implementing this into say Facebook Messenger or Twitter, so it has to sound semi-human to be able to respond cleanly. So that was a big part of it. Like a lot of people use different slang or uh, the words sometimes are like halved and only is partially said, so you have to account for those uh, outliers.
0: Do you have any plans to
1: take this project further? Um, I'm hoping to uh, program in the uh, Google Calendar API, so you could set appointments. Basically, use this for a bit more automation instead of just purely a chat bot. So probably I'll split it into two different bots. One for the I'll leave this one as it is for the dialogue and chatting with people, and split off a new one where and can also do this. And eventually, since it's automated, implement it into uh, say Google.
0: So what do you think you would like to do when you finish school?
1: I plan on doing uh, university as as well and I'm do- I want to do computer science and robotics and uh, just basically get a job in that area probably IT or something along those lines and just do AI and game design as a hobby.
0: What are your thoughts on AI in general in terms of any of the pros and cons that you've looked at?
1: Well, some definite pros are it makes automation a lot easier. Uh, Conversing with people on the internet. Say some people don't want to talk right now. They're busy. They can implement this in. uh, It'll talk for them, say, oh, I'm busy. I'm doing so-and-so. But there are some definite cons. It it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort to uh, get it to a good point. Um, And definite con is we don't want it to get to the point it's self-aware. We don't want to go past like the the movie uh, cliche of oh the robots are going to take over the world. We don't want it to get to that point. We don't want it to be know how to make itself. We don't want to know we don't want it to know it's not human. We want to basically just keep it, the wool over its eyes and not let go too far. Get to like say like a singularity, which means it can create itself and I make an army. Just conquers here, like like a cliche of a movie almost. But uh, we don't want to get to that point now.
0: What is your advice for schools or teachers that want to start getting students involved in projects or opportunities like this?
1: Uh, I think it's a great idea. Um, computer science robotics is going to be big coming up in these couple years. Like uh, you take most uh, like Teslas. Teslas have self-driving capability. Now, it's still experimental. But it's a lot better than, say, what, we, what people dreamed of back in the 80s, right? Of, oh, I'm going to have a hover bike or whatever. Uh, that's not overly possible right now, especially with our understanding of physics. Um, but things like uh, something be able to clean your house for you. Um, being able to set appointments without having to call into a doctor's office. Set reminders for yourself instead of having to tell someone to tell you something. Uh, automated phone calls. Or even when you call into, say, a doctor's office, say no one's in there because it's like 12 a.m. You can have a robot talk back to them.
0: So in your school, Uh, At Belmont Academy here in Kings Point, you have, uh, I guess, an opportunity through Genius Hour to work on projects that you uh, want and that are self-directed. So I'm just looking, I guess, for your opinion. What do you think... Uh, or what is your advice to schools about allowing students to have their own self-directed learning?
1: I think it's an absolutely great idea. I did a game a year ago, and I'm working on a second one now. Uh, one was 2D. The last, sorry. The one last year was 2 d This one's 3D. I know a lot more about the game design process now. But it's great because you learn on your own. It's... It's you're still in that school environment where it's easy to learn, but you're not being directed on what to learn. You can learn whatever you want. Uh, You take uh, such as this project. I did this during a tech project uh, for for my school.
0: Wow. What amazing work Logan is working on with respect to artificial intelligence and machine learning. Stay tuned in the near future for another podcast from Brilliant Labs, Newfoundland and Labrador. Our future podcast will be focused on highlighting some of the great work our teachers and students are doing in other areas of our province. Also, don't forget to visit our website, brilliantlabs.ca and join us on social media to hear about exciting things happening in education. Our Twitter handle is at brilliant underscore labs. So till next time, Keep coding and making. The future is indeed bright. Thanks for listening to our podcast, A Maker's Minute. This podcast was produced by Brilliant Labs, Newfoundland and Labrador. I'm your co-host, Christine Elliott, and our editor was Wiley Butler.